0: Now, South Africa is seen as a gateway to the African continent. This as the Africa, the country has a trade links so connecting it to East Africa, the Middle East, as well as the West. Now, the country, therefore, stands to leverage off the African Continental Free Trade Agreement, as well as BRICS, which is seek to boost trade on the continent. How can South Africa capitalize on these synergies between the two for greater prosperity? Yang Gonyama, who's consultant at Frost & Sullivan, joins us with her analysis Yeah, Good afternoon to you. Always a pleasure.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you for
0: having me. Let's talk about, uh, you know, the the statement that Africa is, South Africa is the gateway to the African continent. I'm wondering if this still uh, bears true today. Uh, You know, it's something we used to hear maybe a few years ago. But I'm wondering if with other parts of the continent progressing, South Africa still holds that sweet spot.
1: I think um, given South Africa's location, as well as its, um, as you mentioned, it did actually have a pivotal hand in the establishment of the African um, continental free trade area. I think that it still holds today quite a significant position in being able to allow several other countries into being able to access the African continent as a whole. Um, and I think it's mainly predominantly based on the fact that of the infrastructure that the country has, given the fact that the location of the country, in terms of our port infrastructure, we're able to connect various different countries from both the east and the west side. And then we also have um, a fair amount of infrastructure that has already been developed locally to be able to access, you know, international trade that comes in and then is moved through the country that goes to the north of the continent.
0: What is also interesting, I guess, uh, is the fact that uh, South Africa is well established within BRICS. And I'm wondering uh, what that also means for uh, the influence that it may be able to, uh, you know, drive on the continent as well as uh, for the continent.
1: I mean again with the whole um, um BRICS thing I think the BRICS partnership creates for number one it creates a partnership for South Africa to be able to tap into another um more international markets we've also seen that um South Africa's position is quite attractive to various BRICS countries because of the fact that South Africa is a gateway into the rest of the continent so by South Africa being um part of the BRICS membership what it does is that it brings in South Africa as a um i would like to say like a partnering um efficient if i could say whereby south africa could actually be the the face of the africa in terms of looking at how we are able to create the synergy between the other various BRICS members um, and also the fact that you know through the infrastructure that we have through the ports and um, various BRICS countries can now make use of our infrastructure and therefore trade once again being able to push through different kind of commodities and um various kind of um i guess different kind of um you know different things that people would like to trade with access to the african continent it also creates an idea of um inter interrelated inter inter trade because if we make use of the african continental free trade area where you know customs and different um things that used to be more like um things that would tie different african continents away from being able to trade now intra trade is a little bit more easier which makes you know the connectivity from the outside and the inside a little bit more um easier
0: I must also ask you about uh, South Africa as as a single country that has seen a bit of a decline in development. Even the infrastructure that you make reference to, it's there, but we haven't uh, taken very good care of it as a country. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, uh, you know, if this is, does pose some sort of a threat uh, to our ability to remain competitive on the continent, and if it might see, uh, you know, other countries overtaking us forces. Well. So what comes to mind is how well the Maputo port uh, operates versus how well we're doing here at home, you know, Is this something that we should be looking at as a country?
1: I think, you know, the advancements of our neighboring countries is definitely something that we need to obviously take into consider. Maputo is making a lot of investments into their port just as a way to kind of bypass, you know, maybe uh, coming through South Africa. But at the same time, if I understand correctly, you know, the fact that we are partners with BRICS, there are a lot of people who are interested, and this would more so be from the private sector, Who are looking to invest in south africa and the reason that they would like to do is obviously having access to various african markets and in doing so they are likely to invest and improve on the current infrastructure at hand provided that we are able to create a synergy with the private sector to be able to fulfill some of these um infrastructure developments. So, I mean, I think, you know, it's a yes and a no um, answer in that, like, you know, we obviously need to take into cognizance that, you know, our neighbouring countries are going to advance in terms of their infrastructure um, development. But it also presents us an opportunity to also do the same. And also, it also means that we could open up a little bit more in terms of having a little bit more private sector participation as opposed to, you know, what we have normally been doing, where it's predominantly the public sector, which has been funding a lot of these infrastructure development
0: projects. I also to find out about the development of the African continental free trade agreement. Yeah. And if, you know, we are seeing it come online at the pace that we'd like, it isn't uh, so much of a complex, uh, you know, dynamic that it, it would take long for us to see it through to mm. fruition completely.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it, I think it mm. will take time. Um, and I think the reason for that is because it's not, as easy as, um, you know, it, it might be able to see on paper. I think there's a lot of challenges that the continent as a whole needs to overcome to be able to see the fruition of the free trade area. But I think that in doing so, you know, we can also see what other regions throughout the world have done. For example, in the U in the um, the EU, how they've kind of like looked at created synergies between the various countries to kind of smooth over how their intra trade um on the European continent is done. And what we can also use is we can also use technology, we can leverage different kinds Kind of modern um ideas if i could say to kind of streamline a lot of the challenges that we might have in terms of like different currencies different languages you know different um, legislation that different countries might have in terms of how they are able to move different commodities how they um trade etc Um, So we kind of are at an advantage where we can kind of look at what has been done and then make use of certain technologies that we already have today, like I mentioned, like digitization to kind of streamline the process and to make it a little bit more faster so that it's something that is, you know, an African
0: designed um, solution to an African problem. And before I let you go, I'm actually keen to touch on that, you know, as we, uh, for instance, see BRICS coming online and even as we bring uh, the AFCFTA to fruition and South Africa are having this very strategic uh, advantage here. Uh, You know, should we be leading uh, the conversation or trying to lead the conversation in terms of what you just mentioned here, Uh, you know, ensuring that, for instance, um, we're standardized and organized and moving forward, uh, you know, and ensuring that we are benefit, but also that the whole of the continent really does benefit as well.
1: Mm, yeah i think you know
0: sure south africa could take the stance of
1: taking it from leading the conversation given the fact that we are also a partner of BRICS. but i know that another african country will be joining BRICS from the first of january which is also an opportunity for them of course um but i think in general the the approach altogether should be um you know we should all kind of work together with a common goal to reach you know at a point where we're able to fulfill this intra trade and boost the continent as a whole because i mean if one country kind of spearheads it it might not necessarily work because it might not necessarily meet the needs of other countries um it needs to be a, a, an an approach where everybody kind of has the a, a say if i could say if that's even possible um but it needs to be done in such a way because if it is kind of created where everybody is kind of together the benefits are insurmountable. I mean the continent has so many commodities, we have so much of our own kind of um resources where if we're able to trade within Our continent, we don't necessarily Lose as much money from our exports We're also likely to grow From a place of not necessarily Being predominantly exports Of um, commodities, but more so We're able to be producers Mm. And we're able to now then be able to sustain Ourselves, which would also then enhance The economic benefit of the continent As a whole, which includes a lot of Several different countries So, I mean, yeah, to answer your question I would say yes, it would be ideal Because of the position that South Africa that South Africa is in for us to spearhead it but I think it should also be gone with the mindset that it needs to take into
0: consideration the whole continent as a whole because it could benefit everyone well yeah I'd like to thank you for joining us this afternoon it's been a pleasure hearing from you that was Yang Gonyama, consultant at Frost and Sullivan